Okay, welcome to Ice Cream Man Podcast. I'm Kevin. Let's get into it. Okay. First, this podcast is going to be what is the purpose and or meaning of life. Okay, this is going to be a heavy topic. Um, and I'm just going to think about what I've learned, what I've read, what I've discovered, and... Because some people, you know, you get to points in your life and you're not at peace. You're not enjoying your life. So you, if you think about the purpose, it can help you refocus your mind, get back on track, right? In a way. Okay. My opinion that purpose of life is to have fun. Okay. Uh... uh like a I don't know how to say this but like a if you're um if you're not matter if you are not matter right and then you come and you you become matter you take on matter it can be it can uh there's a, a uh how do I clarify this um uh Maybe a attention or a, um, something constraining. So you're not matter, and then you become matter. There can be a, like a like a string is being pulled, right? And you want to feel what you want to feel is that string snapping. You want to feel completely hundred percent free. Okay. Uh, that's, that's what you ultimately want, whether you know it or not, uh, whether you've come to this conclusion or not, it it can take time, right? But, uh, you know, we, we go for goals, we go for money, we go for this and that and the blah, blah, blah. But ultimately there's a string of tension and you want to snap it. You want to be 100% free. Okay. And this is something that can happen. It takes uh, intense, like, um, you know, these words, uh, like a desire. Uh, when, when You have to have obsessive desire about uh, like a learning secret of a life right learning secret of life and when you do that you have intuitively you kind of understand it already right intuitively you kind of understand already that's probably why you're listening to me that's probably why you understand what I'm saying so, as far as I, um, this is kind of what the practice of meditation is, but I didn't want this to be about meditation, but, you know, it's an exercise to help you with this, okay? Um, I'm not trying to force a philosophy, ideology on people, um... When I think about the purpose of life, I just have to do what in myself I know to be 
true. Okay. There's all there is is really there's thoughts and then there's no thought and that's it, right? There's nothing else. Like um, life is actually very simple. There's only thoughts and then there's no thought. And there's the tension created between the two, right? So you're constantly there's a tension between thoughts and no thought. There's a tension there, okay. And there's like a like a gravitational. Uh, that's not the correct word, but there's a there's a distraction, and that distraction is thoughts creating more thoughts. That's it. The distraction in life is thoughts are creating more and more and more and more and more and more and never ends thoughts. That's that's the distraction. I'm not saying that. Obviously, you need a lot of that stuff right you have to think about life you have to uh, maybe maybe you don't but thoughts is is like a tool right it's a tool your mind okay I'm trying to go as slow as possible all right so just bear with me i don't want to if i make too many jumps then i lose a lot of people all right okay so your mind, your thoughts is like a tool uh, that you can you can switch on, right? You should be able to switch it on, switch it off. When you switch it on, you should uh, the the tools should try and become better, right? That's that's kind of the tool. The mind should become try and become better and better and better, right? So. Uh, what I mean is that, like, if you're doing a job, you can, you have that possibility that your mind should become better and better at that job, right? That's kind of the thinking behind the tool, right? Um, you should, you, you can, you know, you can become better at a, as a person, you can have better etiquette, you can be more polite, you can be um, more focused, maybe more artistic, um, but you should also be able to turn that off and re relieve the tension, right? So you turn that off, relieve the tension. But, um, okay, the purpose of life. You know, I, I read a lot of stuff and I kind of like, you want to repeat what you've heard that makes sense. But right now I'm just, uh, um, I'm kind of, um, just kind of, uh, intuitively, um, speaking. That's it. Right. Because when you repeat what other people says, it doesn't make it doesn't feel right. You only know something when you know it, when you can do it. You know, hopefully you're successful at it. That's when you know it. And um, you may learn a word like, 
like a put or a call option in uh, stock trading. You may understand that, but unless you've actually done it before, hopefully successful at it, then you will know it, right? So, okay, purpose of life. We have obviously biology, right? Very important. Uh, your body, uh, having children is very important, right? Taking care of yourself, biology. Uh, you know, some of the mainstream topics I don't even like, they don't interest me at all, right? Mainstream stuff is kind of boring. You know, you think about culture and all this stuff, money, blah, 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 and go here, do this. You know, if you think about its energy, it seems a lot cooler, right? Like a money is energy and, uh, and everything is connected, right? Like there's an energetic connection between your house and your car and somebody else's house and their car. Okay, but I, I'm a little bit off track. Okay, so purpose life, once again, there's thoughts, and there's no thoughts. Um, there's there's a, a something that doesn't have any mass, right? A something that doesn't have any mass. It's perfectly free, right? 100% free right powerful like super powerful 100% free and then whatever that is you know we don't want to say anything because no words can compare with it that thing um, becomes a mass and a mass yeah So, like, what is feeling? Let's think about this for a bit. What is feeling? Well, like, where's the center of you, right? Where's your center? Are you, uh, is there a center, you know? Is everything just space, you know? Is is the everything in the universe just the empty space like consider that right everything the whole universe is empty space that's it empty space empty space empty space go on forever and ever empty space and empty space give you a good feeling right empty space because you you feel yourself and yourself is empty space right and it goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. And that, I don't know, like uh, that expansion. Uh, that's not even a good word, expansion. The infinite, that uh, the space, space is a good word. The space just going on and on and on and on and on and on. And on. 
right? That's what uh, life is. That's what uh, importance is. A lot of people, you know, they've uh, look at. I don't want to get off topic on the religion and stuff, right? But um, they look at uh, a Buddhist monk or whatever, and you're just simple person, right? Going about his day, sitting in his garden. A lot of these uh, uh, spiritual teachers or um, prophets, whatever you want to call them, uh, they're very simple people, right? Like Buddha, he just walk around for his whole life, just walking around from town to town. That's it. Eating simply, he just, I think he carried one bowl and one spoon. And he have his hands in a peace kind of a greeting. A namaste greeting Buddha, right? And he walked very slow. And there's a, there's special steps that the monks are uh, taught to do, right? Um... Because people would analyze the Buddha, right? And he would take very short steps, I think like half a foot at a time, you know, so. And so the, the Buddhists try to mimic that, right? But. You know, there's a lot about the hugging the guru. You hug the guru and it changes you. You know, you feel, you feel what the guru feels, right? And I understand there's corruption and all that stuff, right? Because once money can involve political power, you know, in India, I'm not expert on uh, Indian history, but I've heard in Indian history, there was many times when spiritual man would rule a kingdom, right? And then after that, it would become a warlord, and then it would become a spiritual man again, and then it would become a warlord. Okay, so, and I believe that the, the gurus, or uh, no, no, not the, the warlords, the money rulers, the kings, they were always connected some way to the Buddha, the spiritual man. They're always interested in this guy. They're following, they're watching him, observing him, right? Because usually the kings, all they care about is money and power, right? But they noticed that if a Buddha came along, then all of a sudden there is a giant power shift and people would lovingly, willingly listen to this person and uh, take his advice. And um, he would have a very charismatic, persuasive um influence over people without even asking for it, right? Because you come in contact with somebody who has genuine bliss in his heart, you know, you're going to feel a certain way, right? Not everyone, you know, a lot of people are just out to lunch, right? But if a very relaxed person, you see somebody super, it's like a you watch somebody come out of um, the pool after they've been to the gym and doing the sauna. Then they walk out of the pool and they look super relaxed and it relaxes you, right? Simple. Right? If you're around relaxed people, it relaxes you, right? 
So the elite class, the kings, they know this. That's why in the news, they're always trying to create the tension, create the tension, create the tension. Because them, they're focused on relaxing all the time, right? You know that? They're focused on being happy all the time because they take the information. They, they, they would question the Buddhas about everything and they would write it down because the kings are very smart, right? They might not always be good, but they're very smart. So they saw a Buddha and his uh, um, energy because elites are always, have always been focused on energy, reading energy. Uh, seeing energy, um, if you're around a bunch of millionaires, you're gonna, you're gonna feel it, right, in the room, you're gonna feel it, so the elites always believe this high vibrational, uh, DNA vibration is, uh, helps them bring, mon bring the money and create the manifest in their life, right, um, it's more of creation than it is manifesting. You have to keep that in mind, right? A lot of the law of attraction people are totally thrown off. And they think they're just going to create everything sitting around doing nothing, right? It doesn't work that way. You you could create a parking spot and shit. Yeah, I'm, well, let me, let me retract that, you know. If you're very good and you don't even care, it's possible, but... You have a goal. You're not going to want to sit around doing anything, right? You're not lined up with that. If you have a goal, a manifestation thing, uh, you have to be, you have to want to take action. Otherwise, you're not connected to your subconscious and your conscious is not connected properly, right? Um, what was I thinking? Okay, so the elites, kings, and the Buddhas. How they all come together, right? So the elites are all into uh, the powers of the Buddha. Because the Buddha does have, uh, well, allegedly has powers, okay? But the king's mostly influence, uh, interested in just persuasion and charisma, you know. The kings are smart, so don't, don't, uh, don't think these guys are stupid, these elite class. They're very, very smart. Not not always morally accurate as we see, right? But uh, So it's my belief that the kings always analyze and follow the Buddha or the prophets. And they have an eclectic, I've said this before, but they have an eclectic base of knowledge. Eclectic means taken from many different sources, right? So they don't care what source it comes from. All they care about is if it works or not, right? So if yoga is good for the health, they'll take some of that. They'll take uh, the fasting, the cleansing, right? You notice that, you know, this isn't just a yoga thing, cleansing and fasting, right? This is uh, from, from Pythagoras, you know, uh, ancient Greece. Fasting, cleansing is what the elites do. So, okay, I went a bit off track. I have to go back. But, um, so the guy, so the elite class use 
uh, negative media to keep everybody uptight and stressed out, right? And what they are doing themselves is trying to be happy and relax and enjoy the day and feel better every day and feel better and better and better. That's their goal, right? Like they, they have goals. They'll have one goal, like one big, big goal that they're working on. But ultimate goal they're taught is always feeling better and better and better because that's the training of the Buddha, right? Like there comes to the morality of it and if you just if you're a good person it just helps you to feel better right you know what i mean so like there's a, a religion focuses a lot on morality and stuff but that's just to help your life go smoother you know and um and negate karmic influence you know as much as possible or use karmic influence in your benefit right so your actions you take in today, you're going to use for your future, right? To make your future better. That's uh, that's what karma, uh, karma is kind of, right? So the elites have eclectic view. They take from here, take from there. They want to keep you tense, but they're always focused on being relaxed. That's why they have these events. Like you see... Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, that Bohemian Grove, right? They're all dancing around in hula scoots, skirts, and all this crazy stuff, right? But what they're doing is what I've been told is they're actually having fun. They're just letting loose, you know, like a college frat party, right? They're letting loose because it frees up their energy so they can help create better, right? They're kind of, it's like a way of, um, uh confessing your sins in Christianity or whatever. It's like uh it's like a way of freeing yourself from your past, right? So you're freeing up your energy because they're creating and manifesting, but a lot of their creating and manifesting depends upon the energy they're putting out right now. Right? They're they're creating and manifesting depends upon the energy they're putting out right now. And if they keep thinking about their past and focusing on all their past and all the blah, 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 and everything, mistakes and all the nonsense, negativity in the past, that's going to affect their creating right now, right? So that's what they're doing. They're having always having celebrations and parties to just let everything drop, clear their slate, clear their mind, so they, they can um, manifest easier in the future, right? Because... If you're a frequency-generating machine, that's what you are, right? Fre whether you see everything or not, you, you feel the frequency, right? And your feeling gives you a guide and tells you what you're putting out, kind of, right? So if you're freeing that up, then you're freeing your feeling. You're kind of uh, maybe turning off your mind in a way, right? It's possible and you're celebrating right that's what that's what it is and that, that play the whole drama thing they had the owl and stuff that's a play about um just having a clean slate you know not being having a clean slate for your mind and moving forward that's what it is it's a cleansing type of uh play right you know I'm not, yeah, okay, um, so, 
And you also remember not all elites are bad, you know, you know, there's kind of this uh, thing in the alternative media that all the elites are out to get them and stuff like that. And th there's obviously good people, you know, in the earth, good people in every family. That's what I believe. But you judge a person, you don't judge a group, right? That's the whole thing. You have to judge every person individually. You know, you get these labels, you want to slap a label on and to a whole group of people and say they're all bad. But that's that's a trick, you know, it's a false logic, right? It's not accurate logic. You know, you get the you get this uh like you wanna do something, you get the anger, you see what's going on, right? But um it, who is the person that's actually doing the bad, right? You have to judge every person. Um Okay. So the Buddhas and the elites. And this podcast is called The Purpose of Life. I'm Ice Cream Man, believe it or not. I uh, drove for eight years, um, ice cream truck. Uh, at the end of the podcast today, I'll have my song. You can also check out my... I'm on Twitter, Ice Cream Man Conspiracy Podcast. Um, what else? Okay. Purpose of life. So you get caught up in life. You're going down a path. You, you, you chose the wrong trajectory, maybe. Maybe it's wrong, maybe not, right? You haven't seen 10 steps down the road, right? Mm. And what to do, right? I don't think, you know, this is a what to do podcast, but in my opinion... I always try and focus on feeling good, right, in a positive manner, and meditation, and it's not always easy, and I don't do it every day, but if you do it, do it outside, in nature, okay, but uh, this isn't the purpose of this podcast to promote meditation, I'm just, I'm just uh, riffing, and we'll see what I come up with. Okay, so about 26 minutes. I think I'm going to finish it off here quick. But, um, purpose of life, purpose of life, purpose of life. And then to come, yeah, you think about interpretation of words, right? So what is, what does purpose mean? What does fun mean, right? Like, what does feel good, you know? These are very dif different uh, for everybody out there, right? So... I say these three things, what does feel good, what is purpose, everybody going to come up with their own different conclusions and stuff like that. Am I kind of thinking, this might sound crazy, but um, I'm a, a kind of a philosopher, I went heavy into philosophy, but I wrote this paper called Universal Game Theory, uh, Kevin Nicholas Thompson, that's my name, right? Universal Game Theory, and I don't think the complete work is on there. It was published in the Philosophy Congress of 2006 or something like that. But anyways, my thinking is that 
there's God, whatever you want to wish to call, right? God. And just for fun, he he plays games, right? Just for fun. He trap himself in a game where he's like you go back to Greek, uh, uh, Greek, Greek history, and they would always talk about the gods were jealous of a mortal man, right? Obviously, everybody's immortal, but I'm I'm saying and the th the theory on uh, the mythology of Greece, God would the gods would were jealous of the mortal man, right? Because he was so into the reality, there was more on the line for him, right? So my theory, my thinking, my my best understanding of the universe is that the god becomes a person or an animal or whatever he wants and and then if he gets bored of the game then he starts to turn towards himself right he it's a game of hide and seek that's all it is man god plays hide and seek with himself that's why all around the world, the number one game for a small baby is you can't see me, I can't see you, you know, you put the hand over the eyes, oh, here I am, here I am, here I am, you know, that's, that's my thinking right now, but uh, understanding, that's my understanding. Um... And yeah, everybody's immortal. You live forever. You could jump off a bridge tomorrow and you'll be back here the next day listening to this podcast. You know what I mean? You'll be back. You'll always be stuck in the existential angst question. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. That's what the universe is. Existential question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. And it just, it's a question mark that follows you. That's why, you know, it's an existential question mark. It follows you forever. In this universe, it follows you, right? In the universe, it follows you. Existential question mark. And there's only two things. I'm going to wrap this up soon. There's only two things, right? It's very simple. There's only two things in the whole world, and that's thought and no thought. That's it. You know, you have a hundred different CDs and hundred different video games and whatever. No, that's just one thought, right? Uh, the thought that you exist, that's one thought, right? The, the thought that you have a car, one thought, you know? What country you live in, that's one thought, right? There's only one thought, and then there's no thought. And that is the jump. That's the bridge that people are trying to cross, right? And so they go, they focus hard on the religion. They search. They search and search and search and 
look everywhere and they read hundreds of books and they talk to thousands of people. They listen to audio podcasts. They search and they search and they search. All they're trying to find is how to cross that bridge, right? Quantum jump. It's not even a good word. I've just heard that before, but it didn't even sound very, very accurate. But a jump from thought to no thought. Sex comes, you know, feels like you're getting close, right? To the no thought and you're having sex, right? But your brain is like, you know, you're not thinking, you know, brain is like more quiet and relaxed. And this is going to help you jump, right? That's where Tantra, India, Tantra came from, right? In India. People, the Western culture looks at that and it thinks, oh, look at this, man. There's people having sex on the outside of the building. Okay, they have a building and they have beautiful statues of people having sex on the outside of the building, right? But once you want to evolve as a person, then you're going to go inside the building. And inside the building is, is empty, right? Because you're going to understand that you do meditation inside the building, right? Not to say sex is bad, that's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying, right? But and the Indian cult there's lots of different religious sects that a lot is focused on sex, right? Which is uh a lot of Indian sects they they would get married but they would only have sex for procreation. That's it. You know, that was the Jain, I think it was a Jain religion. In India. Okay. So the two things in the world. I'm going to wrap up soon. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm trying to give good value. You know. I figure it's best to give a podcast. And uh, do other things. You know. If, if I can help somebody. Um. Okay, there's two things, thought and no thought, right? And there's a jump, there's a jump between the two, and you can... And how to cross that bridge, that's it, man. That's purpose of life right there. I'm Kevin, have a good day. Taking off like Buzz Lightyear, we're gonna steer all the way down to Abbotsford to write this track for y'all. It ain't gonna call, it's not gonna make itself, you know that I'm the best out west. Here we go, I got a shirt on my back, it's barely got a collar, hardly cost a dollar. If you wanna look at pants, check out mine, they cost about a dime. They're black, they're slack, and they got a good kick to them, and I wear them. I'm not an average guy, I don't live in a pigsty. I like to live up high where the air is thin. Maybe you've been, it's up where it's cold. It isn't getting old, so I'm told. I'm not that old, 34 is where I'm at. That's where I'm gonna be until September. Then I turn 35, and I like to stay alive. KT Frost, the track is yours, make it yours. Live large, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Katie Frost, I'm the boss, you get lost You're never gonna double cross me Cause I'll take you down easily The big white boy dropping the MP3 I keep it fresh, I get this money off my chest No time to rest, I'm gonna take off that dress Cause you ain't gonna stop, I'm gonna hit the top All around the block, get shanked, get shot To mix a lot, keep the party hot I just rock and rock and talk and drop I'm gonna pop the Glock and shoot your ass Cause Katie's got so much damn class I'll cut you like glass I'll make your girl cut class Cause I'm always flying first class 